0: Welcome into another edition of the BoxKickers Talking Sports Podcast. I'm Chris. That's Daniel. Yo. And this week we're going to hit all the top stories in sports world once again. Uh, now for the obligatory uh, Twitter plugs. I am at CRDrubert. Daniel, you are?
1: I am at Daniel underscore Cabrera nine.
0: All right, and make sure you follow the show on Twitter at Box Pod. Mm-hmm. Um We are currently live on Twitch, uh, BoxKickers Talking Sports. So if you're listening to this and you want to watch the show... Just jump over on Twitch. We'll be up there. Uh, the show's normally up there for about 14 days. I'm going to work on making highlights of each show, so that way we have like a little running tally of this. And we are also going to work on figuring out ways of getting this on uh, YouTube. Um, but in the meantime, follow us, uh, as you <coughs> normally do, audio-wise or on Twitch. Um, so before we jump into sports talk, let's go ahead and catch up. How are you doing, Daniel?
1: Doing well. Doing well. Um, I got baseball to my right, Yankees game. Favorite. Uh, nationals game yeah i'm glad they're the worst team in the uh in the uh al right now so uh doing pretty good though man i stayed up pretty late last night due to the astros game so i'm a little tired right now had to get a little piece of candy in me but uh, i'll be all right for the show how are you
0: yeah uh, pretty good um as you know we had uh some more fun weather here in central texas yeah, what the hell? <laughs> so uh, we had, uh, around my neck of the woods, we had about golf ball size hail. Um, found out today my car is totaled, so I'm not going to be getting a new car.
1: That's because you were making fun of the Astros the other night. So,
0: Well, I mean, it's worth it.
1: The gods were <laughs> mad at you. The baseball gods well, were mad at you. Well, like, I, like I
0: said, they're trying to figure out more ways to make noise so they know which, when to swing the bat. So they my car as that. But, but no, I was driving down the highway when it hit. So golf ball size hail plus 60 miles an hour. Um, I almost got a couple through the windshield. Um, luckily, it, it stayed intact. But yeah, it's in pretty rough shape. Um, took it into the shop today. And they're like, yeah, this is going to be totaled. So,
1: Well, you're actually um, driving through it? <clears throat>
0: yeah. Yeah, I was on 183. I was driving on the highway. Wow! And the very first uh, piece of hail I saw was one that almost went through my windshield. So, so I slowed way down, got over to the side of the road. Uh, it just let loose. It was like 15 minutes of just straight golf ball size hail. I had realized, hey, I got enough damage here. I got, I got a claim, so I might as well just keep going. So I went about 25 miles an hour down the road, try to get home, at least I could get yeah. into a garage. Um, yeah, I
1: got a pretty uh hit hard up there i mean we we didn't even get like nothing it was just like drizzle yeah. but uh, up north where you are yeah that's... well
0: i know i know in austin about two and a half weeks ago they got some hail overnight um one of our co-workers um she had to have some hail damage repaired it wasn't like this i mean this was like legit like golf balls falling out of the sky yeah so but yeah i mean it's i mean i i, I stayed safe i mean i've been in hail before not quite like that we had our uh, mm-hmm. roof inspected yesterday is fine so we're good there um so yeah we'll we'll see um I'll, i'm in the process of of looking out for a new car now so we'll <laughs> we'll, see. <laughs> we'll see i gotta rental a car for about two weeks so i got i got a little bit of time to uh, be out there looking so
1: yeah and today today's heavy winds from what yeah. i'm listening to outside right now
0: well just looking outside the trees are going nuts too so it's like <laughs> it's uh it's crazy crazy uh, weather season. like my brother told me my brother's been trying to get me back to move move back to indiana ever since i moved down here and he's like mm-hmm. texas is still telling you to get out of there it's the weather <laughs> you need to get out you had you had snow then you had ice storm now you're having hail all within like six weeks of each other so exactly
1: yep yeah
0: crazy times but we'll get through it yeah um but yeah other than that i mean since i mean with we had crazy weather i've just been inside i mean like last weekend i built the swing set I was planning on building some more this weekend. I'm actually hoping for some rain, so I don't have to. But we'll see. Um, but then I watched some TV. Like I watched Fear the Walking Dead. Um, I know you've only seen half the episode so far. You're okay with spoilers. Um, yeah, yeah. I te- I texted you Sunday night uh, when you're watching WrestleMania. I said, "Fear's uh, <laughs> fear's fear gone." Pissed me off.
1: Yeah, and, I knew it. I knew it.
0: And what so, pi- what pissed you off? Uh so here's a spoiler. <laughs> john dory got killed off they killed their, him at the
1: their best character
0: their best character they killed okay. off on mm-hmm. the show uh that little girl uh who's uh they're trying to help whose sister is the uh, jenny's uh, running everything um we found out that she was the one that killed the the guard in the first half season
1: yeah i i saw the first half of it and she was um she had a little piece of the knife, yeah. the bloody knife. So I kind of figured something was up.
0: So she, uh, she ended up stabbing a walker on the bridge after they had uh, mostly cleared it um, mm-hmm. with that knife. So John realized she was the one who realized we found out that she was just covering her own tracks. And so um, she shot him. He was trying to he he's you know you saw through the episode he's been trying to kill himself the entire episode. Yeah,
1: yeah he was he, well, he was miserable he didn't want to live no more.
0: Yeah, whenever whenever he realized that she was that broken he realized hey I can fix her I now have a I now have a mission and he told her that and when he told her that she still shot him pretty much in the heart fell in the water, uh, so they um Morgan got in the speaker called Ginny said hey you need to get to his cabin now he's coming down river he's been shot. Um, he uh, Jenny had his wife with her in the cabin. Mm-hmm. So she found him washed ashore where he found her a couple of seasons ago.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, when he got to when he she got to her, she uh, uh, he basically looked up and you could tell he was a walker and she had to kill him. So mm. they killed off their best character on the show. Figures. That's what, <laughs> that's what, that's what pissed me off. Um, yeah, figures. It looks like possibly this next episode, or maybe a couple episodes away, is like they're going to finally have that war with Virginia, because um, Morgan has basically called his his group and said, "Hey, pre- uh, prepare the wall, get ready, they're coming." So, so um, is he
1: st- is he still building his little fairy tale town, or he is, he's trying to rebuild?
0: He is. He's got a lot. He's got most of the people back there, um, but it looks like. Uh, i virginia still thinks i don't know and we don't know if he still has her sister but she thinks he still has her sister yeah if i'm morgan i'm sure he does um but mostly as a captive at this point there's no there's no role going back on that one so um but yeah it's (sighs) again
1: it's this show's lacking something i don't know what it is but it's just lacking yeah like it was a it, so far, it's been a pretty good episode. I love John Dory. I, I like yeah, his character. So, so
0: again, it was a great episode. Yeah. Um. I didn't like how emo John has been. Uh. But I I was hoping because like whenever he got shot and he fell under, they went to commercial break, and I told my wife, I go, I, I bet you he's gonna wash ashore at the cabin. His wife's gonna be there. He's gonna save him, and boom, we're back to square one. I was not. I didn't think it actually would kill him off. And and from what from what I uh, from what I heard. They had started filming this pre-COVID, and this episode got delayed. I think this was supposed to be the mid-season finale. Oh, Okay. I think this episode was supposed to be the mid-season finale, and then we'd have to wait this long before the war broke out in the next next episode or whatever. So yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it it really it's really sucks because we mentioned on, on this show before, none of the characters on this show are likable outside of John Dory. Even his wife, I mean Dorma. I mean, she's not, she's not likable either. Is
1: that wait who June?
0: June. Yeah, I call her Dorma from Dorma and Greg. Oh <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you know she lives here in Austin, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I hope so. They're filming. Well, down I like,
1: there. I like uh, Daniel. Daniel's pretty cool.
0: He's he's gotten too soft. I like, I like his old. Well, right. he's he's
1: been yeah. hanging around Morgan. Mm-hmm. You get but, you know, hang around Morgan, you get soft.
0: But the the other the other thing I have about this episode is it. it they're repeating a storyline, sort of. Mm-hmm. So, one of our favorite characters, Nick, was shot by Charlie, a kid yeah. who was trying to protect uh, protect or save herself, right? The same thing happens with this episode with John Dory. So, I was like, how many times are you going to have these kids that no one likes shoot a character <laughs> and you're going to try to redeem them in the future? So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's. Um, I, I know you'll finish the episode, you're going to see it. Um, it, was very, it was very sad. Uh, seeing him go, and it's like I'm just trying to think. I Me, mean, they they ruined Morgan on the show. They ruined Dwight on the show. Yeah. Um. I mean, Morgan told Dwight call his wife because we need all the uh, firepower <clears> we can get. So, I I don't know. I don't know what's going on now. But um, I think, think he
1: wanted th- to get killed off.
0: The actor? Yeah.
1: I think he's moving. He's moving into the movie business.
0: I is did I see him in that Zack Snyder zombie movie? Yeah. Yeah, he's in oh, yeah. there. So I wonder if he was planning on leaving for that. But I mean, he hasn't really done anything. I mean,
1: uh, before this, I didn't even know. You know, I didn't see him in anything.
0: Because re- remember who left to get in the movie business with Rick, and I haven't seen him in anything since.
1: <laughs> no, he did like a Broadway show here yeah. over there in London or whatever. So, That's about it.
0: Um, I don't
1: know. Same with the brother that got killed off. Like, where has he been? Yeah,
0: I, I know. I know um, he asked to leave, and I think it's primarily because he still lived in England. And so the traveling he, and all that? Yeah, I think he didn't like traveling. And that was one of Rick's main reasons, too, because his family still lived in England mm-hmm. And whenever he was filming all summer in Georgia for basically yeah. almost a near near a decade. So I, I understand it, but I mean, if you're going to be invested in a show that long, I mean, you would think to move there. Although Carl actually dropped out of school and moved there, then they immediately killed him off, so it makes sense. <laughs> in a show like this, maybe you might not want to uproot your family and move down there to Georgia.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, but yeah, um, next, uh, tomorrow night's episode, we'll see. Um, maybe it'll be interesting. Maybe they'll have a battle breakout. I, if, if it's going to follow the normal walking dead formula, this episode is going to be about everyone preparing Ginny's army, preparing, to move in. They're preparing to defend it. And then at the end of the episodes, whenever they, they actually arrive, and yeah. they're not going to see anything until two weeks from now anyway. So I'm not, I'm not banking on anything exciting happening this, this next episode, maybe two episodes from now, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. So all right, and then the other show, obviously, we've been talking about all season uh, the penultimate episode, Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, there's only one episode after this one. The uh, cameo was a little bit of a letdown. You had Elaine from uh, from, uh, from <laughs> Seinfeld on there, Julie Louise Dreyfus. She plays a character. Uh, I'm not going to say her whole name because it's so long. Um, I know she was a S.H.I.E.L.D. character and she in the comic books infiltrated hydra and became madam hydra even though she was working for shield so it was like a reverse like how we know hydra infiltrated shield she did the reverse um there was an end credit scene which i actually missed that no it was there i'm gonna go back and try to catch it but there was an end credit scene of um, john walker making a new shield
1: yep saw it
0: so it looks like he is going to become a u.s agent he's gonna be working with her character i think it's I, his character is kind of like one of those that goes back and forth between good and bad, good and bad. So I think they're going to be building a, a Disney plus show with him, with Julia Louis-Dreyfus and some of these other characters that will maybe not be movie quality, but it's going to be kind of like a suicide squad, but for this group, similar to what they're doing with Zemo, it's a different group of, a different group of, of characters. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I'm looking forward to seeing they teased it at the end of the episode next week. We get to see, um, we get to see him in the full captain America Falcon, uh, suit.
1: Yeah. It's gonna and be
0: cool. I saw, I saw like a little preview cause they released the toys. So I saw the picture of the toy. It looks pretty <laughs> legit.
1: That always <laughs> happens.
0: I know. I know. <laughs> so, um, if, if it's, if it's legit with the toy that they released, it's going to be a great suit. It's going to be awesome outfit on there. And, and, I look forward to having him become Captain America. Um, again, Steve Rogers—you can't replace them, but uh, I think Sam will be good. Will do good with the role. Um, I, I also like how they kind of teased both him and uh, Bucky as Captain America because when they were both throwing the shield there yeah. on the trees, yeah, because they both became Captain America in the comics. They both—they both were, yeah. And so I, I think I like how they, they kind of pay homage to to the char- characters from the comic books with that too. So. Um. Yeah, I'm looking forward to next week. It's gonna be a big episode. It's gonna be the finale. Um, there can't be a season two of Falcon and the Soldier. Could be he's gonna become Captain America. So maybe we'll get a Captain America season two. I don't know. The um,
1: endless possibilities of what's to come in the future. Yeah.
0: Um. Obviously, he's gonna be big in the in the in the movie world. So I, I expect to see him in the next Ant Man movie, probably as Captain America. Yeah. Because, can't wait. Um, and then. I know. I heard that they're about to wrap up uh, filming Doctor Strange 2. Mm-hmm. so I'm interested to see how that all t- turns out. But um, what did you think about the episode?
1: Um, I thought it was pretty good. Um, it was a little slower from the previous episodes, yeah. in my opinion. Um, them trying to get the boat working and, and with the sister coming in back into the storyline.
0: Well, it's, it's all it's all character build. So we yeah, that's
1: character build.
0: It, it lets us see. His dilemma, not wanting to be Captain America because he doesn't think he's the right person, but realizing yeah. he is the right person. And it also lets them build that him and Bucky have that little rivalry, but mm-hmm. they're actually friends and they're getting along better than they yeah. were early in the season. So it shows their growth. It shows Bucky saying, I I understand your dilemma, I support you with whatever you do, which I think helps take the pressure off of him becoming Captain America.
1: Yeah, and I think he realized that when he went to go talk to um what is that guy's name, the Super Serum Soldier. That
0: yeah, I know who you're Old about man.
1: You
0: know. Yeah. Uh, he, well, he, in, in the Captain, in the comic books, which this is not very PC today, but he was Black Captain America in the comic books. You so can't, <laughs> can't really call him that yeah uh
1: 80 years ago you can yeah but uh yeah i think he realized once he started talking to him um he the guy you know the black captain america back then i guess uh told him and like what what happen and what the pain he went through uh he yeah. realized that he probably should become captain america um going back to the episode it was good I just, it was slow in my book. Of course, going to the last episode of the series next week. um, I just, to me, the the villain, the girl, the flags, what is it called? Flag snatchers? Flag smashers. Flag smashers.
0: Isaiah Bradley, by the way, is a character that he played. Isaiah Bradley. Isaiah
1: Bradley, yeah, Mr. Bradley. Um, I think they could have had a more powerful villain, in my opinion. I I mean, I don't know how you feel, but... It was just like, I know so, she has like the super serum in her, and she's like powerful and fast, and I, I just I don't know. It, I just they could have done better.
0: This series didn't need a villain because it did story, it. This series was about Sam becoming Captain America. That's all it really yeah. was. You don't need to have the villain. You could have easily had the whole thing with with John Walker, him getting Captain America. You could have had him being the villain, quote unquote. But you didn't need to have a big terrorist attack or a big attack yeah, or whatever.
1: They could have done without that.
0: Because this was more about them showing that the guy that America has chosen, the prototypical white soldier that they wanted to, before Steve Rogers was even mm-hmm. yeah. was even given the serum, um, how he doesn't have good character, so they need to have something to show that he doesn't have good character. The Flag Smasher flag Smashers was kind of that, that, that delivery method for that. Yeah. Um, but, I mean again you, this series was about getting from point a to point b falcon to captain america that's i mean i i have no problem with them using her as the main villain because i think it's it's more it's, it wasn't meant to have it's not like wandavision with agatha you didn't need to have a big villain it was just more of you needed something to push the story along the way they wanted to get yeah because if, it- if it if they would have done this as a movie you would better believe they would have had some big villain in there. Oh,
1: I'm sure, yeah.
0: But since For it's sure. a TV show on Disney Plus, it's like, hey, we want to get to point A to point B with the story. Here's how we're gonna do it. They had some reshoots because of the coronavirus and whatnot, so they had to change the story up a little bit. Um, although, what do you think about that phone call that uh, uh, what's her name Carter last name Carter that she made? Yeah. She made to Batrack, and next you know he's helping the flag sponsors. Is is that basically a proof that she was the power broker? Uh, possibly,
1: yeah. Yeah, that kind of took a big turn there. Thinking that she's going to be like the, one of the bad, bad girls, um, she could possibly be. They they needed a twist like that, I think. Yeah. And then another thing that I saw was but when, it was kind
0: of, but it was kind of a throwaway scene in this whole show. Like, yeah, that, that that again was another delivery method to get him. To her, uh, to uh, Carly in New York, you could have easily had him show up there without having uh, what's her doodle to make the phone call. Yeah. So, I,
1: what movie was that guy from? Was he in a previous movie?
0: He was. He was in uh, Captain uh, Civil War, or not Civil War? Was he in Civil War? I've oh, seen him. Winter Soldier, I think. He, he was in one of the Captain Americas. He was one of the kind of villains in one of those okay. movies,
1: like a second hand henchman or something. Secondary
0: henchman, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. So, yeah, yeah, I think I've seen him. him. But and, and then and then Bucky he wanted a favor from
0: that was a, that was a suit that was they they made. Oh, was it wasn't suit. the suit? Okay, yeah, yeah. Because okay. when he brought when he brought that briefcase with him, he says, "Um, I need to get a signature for this. It's, it's a gift from Wakanda." So mm, that's so okay. I, I think I think he wanted to get the tech to make his Captain America suits. He yeah. got them to make it for him, so that way that um, Captain America, since he's not a super soldier. have the best armor and best outfit or whatever he needs um, for it and i don't know if he knows but uh he left falcon left his suit with that one guy who's been helping him for most of the season that's basically the handoff of him becoming the new falcon
1: okay yeah yeah i got you so i would not be
0: surprised in the big fight scene that we're going to see in the next episode of the finale that he shows up there wearing a falcon outfit being his new sidekick as he was to steve rogers
1: yeah because
0: he told him keep it remember when he walked out there he said go ahead and keep it keep it yeah can't wait
1: can't wait for that
0: yeah all right um and then i think it's uh next week i think uh mortal Kombat gets released
1: yes yeah like 23rd or something
0: yeah i'm looking forward to that i mean uh definitely don't watch it with your kids i've heard some heard some (laughs) <laughs> Some of the actors say they walked on the set after they did a fatality scene and they almost threw up. <laughs> so something's going to be pretty good. Yeah. So We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> One way to find out. So, All right, we'll now move over into the sports talk. We are going to start with the NFL draft. Um, the last couple of weeks, we've talked about our, um, our predictions of where we think people are going to fall based off the trades that happened. This week, we are officially going to do our top ten. And what we think if there's any trades involved as well. So um, I am going to go first with my top 10. I'm going to hand off to Daniel and then we'll do some just general uh, house cleaning talk about what we think we could see or what may change. So I'm going to start with my, obviously the number one pick is going to be Trevor Lawrence with the Jaguars. Um, I I think the cards already been filled out. Just waiting for the draft to start. Um, I hope Trevor Lawrence enjoys losing because it's going to take a while before this, this team is ready to win. Um, and I, I like Trevor Lawrence. I think it's going to be, I think he's going to be a decent quarterback, but I don't think he's going to be a Tom Brady, Peyton Manning type quarterback. <clears in this league. throat> I, I just don't see that happening. Um, I, I hope I'm wrong. Cause I, I love to see these kids come out of college and play well and have great careers. But, um, I just, I don't know. I mean, I, I again, I was, as we talked about last week, never take anything we say worth a grain because we were wrong about Justin Herbert, but. I just don't see it with Trevor Lawrence, but I think he could be at least a good all-pro quarterback.
1: Yeah, you were wrong about Justin Herbert. <laughs> well, I think we
0: all were wrong about Justin Herbert. Yeah, I so, think so
1: too, just a little yeah. bit.
0: All right, number two, the Jets, I think, are taking Zach Wilson. Um, everyone thought early on it was going to be uh, Fields, but Zach Wilson, after the season he had at BYU, um, played himself up here. When they, when they traded Sam Darnold, we knew for a fact that it was going to be a quarterback taken here. If they were gonna roll the dice with uh, Sam Darnold, uh, Sewell, I think would have been a perfect spot here, so they they can protect him, But they gotta get that franchise quarterback now, and I think Zach Wilson will be the guy. Mm-hmm. Number three, I think San Francisco is gonna take Justin Fields. I just, I know there's uh, there's a lot of smoke screen about Mac Jones and, other, and all these other quarterbacks. I just, I think Justin Fields is the clear cut number three quarterback, and I actually I like him in Shanahan's system out there in San Francisco. And this is the best place for him to land because this is a really well-rounded team when healthy. Mm-hmm. And if he has plays decent, I mean, he may make the playoffs in his first year if he starts. Whew. So if Garoppolo, I mean, Garoppolo is still going to be there. We'll see what happens with that front, but it doesn't feel starts day one, in San Francisco. I think they could, I'm not saying they will, they could make the playoffs. because yeah. That defense is still pretty solid.
1: That's a tough division. Got better.
0: So number three, Atlanta, I have been taking Kyle Pitts. I, I know a lot of people think Sewell. A lot of people think a quarterback here. I just, I have a feeling. I have a feeling that um, they want to, they were going to go all in with uh, Matt Ryan for one or two more seasons, and I think they're going to try to revisit the um, Tony uh, Tony Gonzalez years that he had, some of his best years there by getting at the top tight end. I mean, again, it's rare to see a tight end drafted this early in the NFL draft. That just shows you how good Kyle Pitts is. Um, and I think he just makes this offense even more uh, challenging. Now, the defense the defense needs to stop some people too, but they have the rest of the job to try to fill that out. Number five, Bengals, I have them taking uh, Pinay Sewell. Um, I would not be surprised if they go wide receiver here, but I think with the fact that you have <clears throat> your your franchise quarterback, Joe Burrow, on the mend right now because you could not protect him, I don't know how <laughs> as a – self-respecting franchise they can pass on a potential 15-year offensive tackle protecting his blind side. Mm-hmm. They need to do this move. If they, go with, if they go with a wide receiver or if Pitts is still there and they go with Pitts, I think that's a mistake on their front. You got to protect your quarterback, but uh, that's why I have them taking Sewell. Uh, number six, that leaves Jamar Chase for the Miami Dolphins. Um, I think they're looking at one of three players, Chase, Pitts, or Devonta Smith. Um, I think Chase is their number one on their on their board, um, but if Chase goes and Pitts is gone, look for Devonta Smith go in the spot. Um, number seven, I have the Lions taking Devonta Smith because a lot of people think of a quarterback here, but they just traded for Jared Goff. Goff is still young; they think they have something in him. You lost all your wide receivers. Devonta Smith is, I think, the clear cut choice for them here. Um, if if Penaystool falls, I, I I think you take him, but they need wide receiver help because I mean they just lost everybody. So uh, lost
1: holidays, Marvin Jones. Yeah,
0: I mean basically right now all they have left is that the uh, tight end, which I'm blanking on his name of right now.
1: Hollow uh, what is his name? Very good, very good. Yeah, time. I, I
0: have I, him, yeah, him on fancy last year. Um, let me look it up real quick because it's bugging me now. Um, Lions tight end and they, but i mean um uh that pretty good, luke wilson they have on their roster they signed aaron fells um see did they let, let him go
1: no there's no way it, uh, it was what the hell is this hawkinson hawkinson hawkinson
0: so there you go T.J. um that's why i don't think they need pitts but if pitts is there i think you take them obviously because pitts is a, a generational tight end talent yeah um here's where it gets interesting for me number eight It's the Panthers pick. They just traded for Sam Darnold, but they said they need to recoup some draft picks. I think the Patriots move up to take Trey Lance because at nine you have Denver, and they they don't want to lose. They know he's not going to be there past nine. Yeah. So I have New England trading up to eight, giving the Panthers some of the picks that they gave up back. They're going to go with the quarterback, Trey Lance, um, groom him uh, this year behind uh, um, Cam Newton. Um, if Cam Newton struggles, maybe he may he gets a chance, but I think coming from North Dakota or North Dakota state, he needs at least a year to learn the system. Um, and then at nine, I have the, I have the Broncos since they lost out on all the top quarterback options. I don't think they take Mac Jones. I think they need linebacker help, so They go Micah Parsons out of Penn state. And finally, number 10, Patrick certain with the second with the Dallas Cowboys. Um, he, his father, I mean, I watched him his entire career whenever he was there with the Miami Dolphins. That's all, uh, he was a shutdown corner. They need that. I think they, they would be wise to take him here because they they spent the last few drafts all on offense. You need to get some defensive players out there now, and this is one of the best players you can take as number 10. So yeah. that is my overall number <coughs> or top 10 in the NFL draft. So anything stand out to you of my my choices there?
1: Um, no, we have a lot of similarities uh, between our top ten picks. I haven't seen yours, prior to this,
0: which thank you because it made my graphics easier. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had a
1: a, a few um, choices. Uh, I think around the Detroit Tiger, Detroit Tigers, <laughs> Detroit Lions. It's baseball is it season. <laughs> still
0: still remember that sweep? <laughs> <laughs> it's still um, in my head.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, we had we had a few uh, differences. Um, I mean, obviously, I have number one, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, how could you not draft Trevor Lawrence? I, feel, I feel, he probably has a realtor right now looking in the Jacksonville area for a house right now.
0: He might already have a house uh, lined up.
1: Yeah, they, he's just waiting for the call uh, come draft yeah. day. Um, with Urban Meyer there, I think he, they're in a rebuild mode. Obviously, they be, they need a brand new team. Um, so yeah, Trevor Lawrence at number one. Uh, number two. <clears throat> So I have the uh, the New York Jets taking uh, Zach Wilson. Um, his pro day was impressive. Uh, I know we saw the Twitter videos from it, uh, going to BYU and having a good season. Didn't really play too many. Who was probably their best team that they played, like Utah or something like that?
0: Maybe, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I think this is a good fit for the Jets. Obviously, when they traded Sam Darnold, they must need... A quarterback. And I think Zach Wilson is the uh the spot here where he is going to land. Uh number three, the San Francisco 49ers. I have uh Justin Fields going. Um it's just I saw Shanahan at his pro day at Ohio State, and I think this, like you said, I think this is a great spot for him <clears throat> with that with that team over there and how they do in San Francisco. Um playoff wise, I don't think so. It possibly, like you said, could be but uh well,
0: defense but that's about it
1: solid defense they lost marquise goodwin to the bears I well, mean, well
0: they lost marquise goodwin I, I know he signed i think he signed late in the season but I remember they traded him to philadelphia
1: was it marquise goodwin who just went to the bears like yesterday they just signed with the bears i
0: think it was good goodwin.
1: was it Marquis marquise goodwin yeah i think so yeah who was the other receivers they didn't really have to like was it born like Kendrick Bourne was one of their receivers.
0: Uh, he had uh um. Oh, now I have to look it up too because they didn't do well last year. Obviously, no,
1: they they obviously need a quarterback. Um, now where does Jimmy G fall? I don't know. Did they trade him? I don't know. Is he just going to be backup or is he going to be starting? It depends. But they need cornerback help, defensive line.
0: So they had um, uh, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, Richie James. Debo Samuel. Uh, this one. Yeah, Mohamed Sinu Jr.
1: <clears throat> yeah, he's
0: been everywhere, though. But <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, Justin Fields here at three. Uh, four. Um, I think I had the trade here. I lost my nose. I'm sorry.
0: No, no, no you, uh, you had them going with Trey Lance.
1: That's right. The Falcons? Yep. Okay, yeah. Um, Matty Ice. I feel like they should trade the guy. I don't know. That's how I feel. Unless Trey Lance wants to back up for a couple of years and watch, uh, Matt Ryan do work, but they, they have the wide receivers. They do need defensive help big time. Um, so I feel like Trey Lance would be a good spot here. I have four quarterbacks going in the top four, um, five. I have uh, the Cincinnati Bengals taking. Um, what was it, Sewell? Yeah. Obviously, it's a uh, obvious choice to have to. Block for Joe Burrow when he gets back. Um, you definitely need this pick here. Wide receiver help. They need defensive line help as well. I don't see them going to wide receiver here. So I have uh, Pinel Sewell going here. Uh, Pinel is that his name? Pinel Pinay. Pinay Sewell going here. Um, I have six. I have the Miami Dolphins taking. Um, Kyle Pitts tied in here. Uh, I'm not a big fan of tight ends. Obviously, there's only two good tight ends in the league, and that is um, obviously Travis Kelsey. But there are up up and coming tight ends coming.
0: Um I mean, yeah, So I mean, right now, I think your only options are you have Kelsey, who's I think the clear cut number one. You have Kittle, who's right Kittle, there with Kittle got hurt. W- Waller is pretty decent. Mark and Andrews then Hawkinson. Okay. We talked about Hawkinson. Hawkinson's okay. I mean, it's like you have you have like two and a half elites. And you have like three or four average and you have like nobody. After but
1: you got to, it's like a diamond in the You got to find a diamond in the rough here. And so I mean, Kyle yeah, Pitts it, play is the guy.
0: And it, remember the Dolphins already have Mike Gusecki, but I think you can make it work with having two, uh, two tight ends out there.
1: Oh, Gusecki had a pretty good year too. Yeah. So do the Dolphins actually need the tight end? Um, it doesn't hurt to have two tight ends. Ask New England. They just paid two tight ends. So, uh, yeah, I have Kyle Pitts going here. Um, seven, I this have –
0: this, this is, is trade. the trade.
1: Yeah, I have the Patriots trading up here to seven for Mac Jones. I feel like they've given up on Jarrett Stidham. Um,
0: well, I mean, they should have. I mean, he's, he's trash.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> he was going to start in, until the Cam Newton signing. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I feel like Mac Jones is, is going to back up um, Cam Newton here for another year see how it see how it goes uh they also need help in um well they have the tight ends uh they definitely need a wide receiver um cornerback offensive line help they could probably get that later on in the draft but i have mac jones going here via trade um new england and then a i have jamar chase the first wide receiver off the board uh it's not going to be the reigning heisman winner um Devonta what is his Smith. name, Devonta Smith? Yeah, just because of his size. I,
0: I think uh, I think if the if the draft happened one day after the national title game, Devonta Smith is is one of the top three. The top receiver the
1: gone. Oh yeah, top three. But, yeah.
0: But I think we're so far removed from the national title game, and we're seeing all the workouts. Jamar Chase worked his way back as being number one receiver on the board. Yeah. I mean, because that. I mean, cause remember, I mean, Devonta Smith had what two hundred yards in the first half of the national title game.
1: Yeah. Which is why he won the Heisman. Yeah. Um. But I have, yeah, demar Chase going here for the Panthers, giving um, Sam Darnold, newly acquired quarterback, a wide receiver threat here, along with Robbie Anderson. Um. They also have like DJ Moore, pretty pretty solid offense. But uh, we'll see how
0: if McCaffrey's healthy.
1: McCaffrey's I mean... healthy. They'll they'll be pretty decent. Yeah. Um. we, we just got to how is Sam Darnold going to do? With yeah. His new team, I don't know. Um,
0: probably trash, but we'll see.
1: <laughs> Number nine, I have <clears throat> Rashawn Slater going to the Broncos
0: now, yeah, Northwestern.
1: Yeah, obviously, um, they need offensive tackle help, which is the next best offensive tackle after Pinay Sewell. I wanted to go quarterback here, but I feel like. The way John Elway is, he's gonna just keep Drew Locke for another year. See how they do. It's yeah. a tough division as well. I mean, um,
0: well, so so one thing I did think about when for this for the Denver Broncos is if all these quarterbacks go before they get a chance, and if they don't trust like a Mac Jones or somebody, if he's still there at that point, then I see them they draft they draft for the rest of their needs, and I think they trade for like a Jimmy Garoppolo.
1: Possibly. I don't think they're going to tank all season long because look at the quarterbacks in that division. You have, of course, Patrick Mahomes. You have Justin Herbert and and Derek Carr. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think they're going to tank. They could trade for a quarterback like Jimmy G. Um, Instead of taking a quarterback here, I have them going offensive line Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern. Um, That's my pick. And then at number 10, I have what you have, Patrick Certain. Uh, from Alabama as a corner for the Dallas Cowboys. I think they're set on offense right now uh, with Dak coming back, hopefully healthy for the Cowboy fans. You got to start looking towards defense and uh, getting better on that side of the ball.
0: So um, one thing I do want to mention real quick about Patrick Sertain out of Alabama. So his father, I, I, as I mentioned earlier, I watched him his entire career. He spent like the first 10 years of his career, be called Patrick Surtain. I don't know if that's the, the proper pronunciation or not, but he came out in an interview and says, I am Patrick Certain because I am certain I'm going to get the interception.
1: <laughs> so, so we're going to call him Certain.
0: Certain. So uh, unless Patrick Certain Jr. says he's Patrick Certain, <clears throat> I think we're going to stick with Patrick Certain because, uh, yeah, I, I laughed so hard when he when I saw the interview. I'm like, all right, his name is Patrick Certain now because he was getting the interceptions there. So, Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say um, the thing that surprises me about your choices are the number of quarterbacks taken early. So it's
1: it's the most important uh, position, I think. So I think
0: think the most number of quarterbacks drafted in a single first round is six and you have five in the first seven picks.
1: I think it's going to happen.
0: So um, I'll be shocked if that happens. Um, That's why, that's why, I leaned away from, like, the Falcons second. Now, these teams may trade up these quarterbacks. That's fine. I, I could see some of them falling. Um, I don't think you need to really trade up to get a uh, Mac Jones. I don't think you really need to trade up to go and get a Trey Lance. Um, but it's very possible. I mean, these teams that that you have taken quarterbacks here outside of Atlanta are mm-hmm. desperate for quarterbacks right now. So, I mean, it's very possible.
1: Do you um, look for the future if you're Atlanta? How old is Matty Ice? Like thirty something.
0: So, 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 think about it this one. Obviously, you have Tampa Bay in your division. They have two years max left.
1: He's thirty-five. Correct. It's pretty old.
0: Wait, 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 wait. wait. Then you have New Orleans, which just lost Drew Brees. So you have Jameis Winston, which you know he's going to throw you thirty interceptions in a season. Yeah. You you have Carolina, who's young. They're the future of the division if they get a quarterback that plays right,
1: Darnold. Yeah,
0: and then you have, <laughs> <laughs> then you have um, Atlanta, who Maddie Ice I think has four years left in him.
1: Uh, well, I feel like that the Falcons are going to take a page out of the Packers' playbook and drafting a quarterback because of what Green Bay did with drafting Jordan Love uh, to back I, up Aaron Rodgers. I feel like this.
0: I think they only take a quarterback in the first round if they're trading Matt Ryan. Possibly. Because, because, because Matt Ryan is still a a very above average quarterback. And you have Tim Bay, who could be on a Super Bowl hangover and the rest of the division's open. So I I think Atlanta's trying for the playoffs. I think they want to do one last hurrah with Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, you have Calvin Ridley there. Uh yeah,
1: but they uh they just
0: Personally, they should take Dan Quinn's out
1: line. now, so that's good. Yeah.
0: Personally, they should take an offensive lineman to protect everybody. They need a running back is what they really need, but you don't take a running back this early in the draft. So no, uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'll be interested to see how, how the all turns out. But um, I think Atlanta, Atlanta, what happens with Atlanta is going to decide what happens in the rest of the, the rest of the top ten.
1: The top ten, yeah, uh, I think so.
0: They could they could mess with what the Dolphins are trying to do. They could mess with what the Bengals are trying to do. If they take a quarterback, that messes with New England, Denver, the <coughs> other teams. So, yeah. So, um, all right. That will be our uh, NFL draft talk. Uh, we're about a little, a little under two weeks away, so uh, there will be more news coming out next week. Um, we are now going to move over into our NBA power rankings. So we'll, Daniel, will let you go first with your uh, five through one.
1: I have the Los Angeles Clippers at number five. I know they just lost uh, Patrick Beverly due to fractured hand.
0: Uh, it's not Paul, much of a loss
1: <laughs> at this point, man, at this point of the season, you better hope you have no injuries going into the uh, closest to the playoffs or try try to figure out what seating you're going to get. Um, but yeah, I have the Clippers. Um, they have the most efficient office right now. I think five game winning streak. Uh, Paul George has averaged 33.7 points on 56% shooting. Uh, Kawhi Leonard's still um, the best, I, one of the best players. I saw the dunk he did um, over uh, DeAndre Ayton, Ayton? Yeah, Aiton. Yeah, pretty good. I like those dunks. See, in NBA, I like when people dunk over each other. Um, that's just one of the things I like. Um, going to number four, I have the Brooklyn Nets. This team to me is like off and on. It depends on who's going to get on the court and who's going to be on the bench. Um, Kevin Durant came back uh, 17 points on a perfect five for five from the field. Um, I just feel like his hamstring is going to act up again. Um, So that's what I'm saying about them getting all together with Kyrie and James Harden. Like, are they ever going to be healthy enough to take the court for a good amount of games? I don't know. You're the basketball so, expert,
0: but with with who we're talking about, with it being these three players, are they really even hurt? Are they just taking time off to get to the playoffs?
1: I sure damn hope not, <laughs> for the sake of the NBA.
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, this, blow
1: through the season with the with full team, just blow but, through the season.
0: The players right now are complaining because this is a very complex schedule. You have a lot of back to backs, a lot of four games in five days. A lot more injuries this year because of this not having a true offseason so they may be limiting themselves just to make sure they're healthy for the playoffs they may, they, they may be sore but instead of going out there and risk it i mean cause you gotta think about all uh durant's coming off a big bad injury you have kyrie who had a pretty bad injury last year too so they're they're just trying to make sure they get to the playoffs so that way all three are healthy for the playoffs because Right now, you can't go more in three games with them playing with each other. Wait till the playoffs. So you're going to probably play every single game with all three of them, oh, them
1: playing. Oh, man. I would hate that. But just, I mean, right now, just blow through the, the season schedule, get a good number one seed, and go from there. Um, Kyrie Irving got ejected the other night. I saw that. I feel like he's always getting ejected. Or How does this start? Is it technical fouls? Is it elbows to the stomachs? I, I don't know. But I feel like he's always getting ejected.
0: He's, he's very vocal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. We could. Um, number three, I have the uh Philadelphia seventy sixers. Um, they're thirty. I think they're thirty six and seventeen right now. I feel like they're always in my top five every uh every I mean, week that we do
0: this. Currently, the one seed in the east.
1: Yeah, I mean they're they're pretty damn good. Um, Boston on Tuesday, you know they had like Danny Green starting He scored eleven of his seventeen points on on a fifteen zero second quarter run or whatever. Um. I think they're pretty good. I think I honestly think they're going to win the East. Um, Well, I I had Brooklyn winning these, didn't I? It depends. See, at at this point right now, if Brooklyn is still always off and on with these injuries, Philadelphia can damn well win the East. Um, they could. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I'm, I obviously have Brooklyn winning. I'm not going to change it now, but it's very possible. So I have them at number three. Number two, I have the uh, the Phoenix Suns, uh, pretty damn good team. I saw a couple of highlights of them on Twitter, on NBA Twitter the other night. Um, Chris Paul and Devin Booker, of course, we talk about them every week. They've won seven straight um, games at home with a five game homestand against like uh, win over Washington like Saturday or whatever. They got uh, Houston coming up. I think Miami, the the Kings, and the Spurs, pretty winnable games. This team's hot right now. Um, I want to see them versus the Jazz in the Western Conference Finals. I would like to see that. I think it'd be a good matchup. Um, that's my number two team. Number one, I have the Utah Jazz. I know the Spider got hurt. What was it yesterday?
0: Yeah, yesterday afternoon.
1: Yeah. That do you know? Is he out for a while?
0: It's a sprained ankle, so he may miss a couple weeks, a couple three weeks. So
1: that's yeah, pretty bad. Um. Yeah my opinion. Uh, That's a big loss with Donovan Mitchell being out um, for the Jazz. They could potentially fall um, if he's not there, lose a couple of games. I know they have the Wizards, OKC, uh, crappy Indiana team, and the Lakers coming up. So uh, (laughs) but they could potentially fall um, closer to about four or five come next week, um, depending on how their schedule is. Um, So yeah, that's my top five.
0: All right, I will jump board to my top five, but first, I want to give a shout out to Peter Mack in the uh, the chat room. How's it going, Peter Mack? T- hey, uh, Peter Mack. Yeah. Tell us, uh, tell us how wrong Daniel is on all of his picks. So, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So my number five team, I got the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, no, no surprise. My one through five are still gonna be the same as last week, but just in different orders. The Bucks are the Bucks. I mean, they're they they go out there, they play their game, they win most of them. Uh, I, we gotta wait and see what happens in the uh, in the NBA playoffs. See if they can get off the, get over that little hump there of always playing well in regular season and, and getting thrashed in the playoffs. If they get thrashed again in the playoffs, maybe in the second round, you gotta look at um, calling Giannis the uh, NBA's version of Peyton Manning, dominating yeah. regular season and always losing the playoffs. Yeah, he got a couple titles out of it in the, in the end, but it was still pretty rough. Uh, for most of those playoffs losing to those Steeler teams or the Charger teams. So um, my number four team, I got the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, they beat the, uh, they beat the Nets. The Nets didn't play anybody. So you can't really count that as a, as the true one versus two matchup. Shocking. Um what was that?
1: Shocking. They don't, they didn't play nobody.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So um, <laughs> again, the Stock River's the first team, they're going to win a lot of games. Uh, we'll see what happens when the playoffs roll around. Number three, I have the jazz following because Donovan Mitchell being hurt. I don't think it's as bad of an injury as people are, are, are thinking because you still have Mike Conley there to kind of handle the ball. Um, you have, I mean, you still have Joe Ingles. Um, they're an all-round solid team. Bojan Bogdanovic may get some more uh, looks at getting shots uh, when he when he's given the green light to shoot. You know he plays well, so I think they're still going to they're going to get through this stretch. They'll probably lose today because they're sitting everybody. is sitting uh of course mitchell's gonna be out i think they're sitting bowie these other guys so they'll probably lose state to the lakers um my number two team i have the uh uh phoenix suns nine and one in the last 10 games it's uh they're just they're just good i mean chris paul is was the missing piece for this team um yeah he has a big payroll he's got a big salary but he's 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 making that team win so um, I kind of want to see the Suns go far because I want to see Chris Paul finally be able to get to the at least the NBA Finals. Uh, he can't even get out of second round most years. So, isn't that I mean,
1: weird that Chris Paul was the missing piece? I mean, he's been a great player.
0: Well, so they they were a decent team. They're just young without having a, a veteran to lead them. That's why I think it's kind of wrong with the Pacers right now is they have a lot of young, decent players, but you don't have that veteran leader who's going to basically take charge of the locker room. So, that's what yeah. Chris Paul does. I respect um, chris
1: paul man i do yeah
0: and then my number one team i have yet again the brooklyn nets because when they do play everybody they're going to crush everybody so um, <laughs> yeah um they basically just look for them in the playoffs so i think they're going to steamroll everybody wants to play roll around i i mean I, I since they're trying to be a super team i hope for an upset um they did lose LaMarcus aldridge he had the little heart issue uh we we've known he had a regular heartbeat for most of his career but he had a very scary situation after the last game he played in. So he's like, I got to call it a career. I can't go out there again. So much respect to him for not just sitting on the bench for the rest of the year trying to collect a ring. He's going, he called the shots. He's like, I'm, I'm going to go out on my own book and my own page. And so yeah. um, I wish him nothing but solid health for the former Longhorn. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yes, that is my, uh, my top five. Um, again, same as last week. I think you only have one different team. You have uh, the Clippers as five over my number five bucks. So, um, All right. Uh, we will now move over to the MLB team of the week. Um, I will go first, uh, and I will choose the Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, Bauer has been ever, worth every penny they paid him. 2.7 ERA, 29 is only five walks. Cheater. They're doing most of this without Betts or Bellinger um bellinger we found out yesterday has a hairline fracture in his leg so he's going to be out for a while um (laughs) they had six straight wins they seven straight because they won last night in extra innings uh big series against my number two team the padres so great um, game that was a good game um, last night great game i finished in 12 12 innings um so um yeah i think i think the dodgers they're 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 on pace to get back to the world series i think because they're doing this without a lot of their best players as well their pitching's been great
1: Yeah, cheater,
0: Trevor Bauer. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have much room to talk there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I hate that guy. And I hate Bellinger. Uh, Um, Give us your uh, your team of the week. I have a team in the AL East. I have the Boston Red Sox as uh, my team of the week. Um, After that, that sweep against the Orioles to begin the series, uh, they swept the Rays. They swept the Orioles again. They took three out of four in Minnesota. And this is all with a I think a below average team. Maybe the schedule wasn't favoring them, but uh Tampa Bay is a pretty good team. They're the reigning AOE uh AL champions from last year. Uh the Orioles are eh. But uh with what they're doing right now, I feel like, you know, they can contend. Uh, pitching probably still needs a little bit of help. The hitting um JD Martinez had like that four, three, four home run game the other day. Um, they're they're in the thick of things, the thick of thin of things right now in the AOE. The Yankees are struggling heavily, um, so I think they can contend all season long. I have them as my uh, team of the week. Yeah,
0: I didn't want to I, I didn't, didn't want to go Dodgers
1: because I feel like that's the obvious. But
0: yeah, um, I I'm a Red Sox fan, and I purposely did not choose them this week because I don't want to have a repeat of what happened with you choosing your favorite team. So for those of you watching <laughs> the show. Last week, Daniel chose the Houston Astros as the team of the week. They have not won a game since.
1: Well, that was last week. They they started off the season hot.
0: Correct, but you chose them as your team of the week, and they have not won a game since then. So, I, I honestly, I honestly,
1: I I wouldn't have picked them this week. Even if you told me I can pick them again, I wouldn't have picked them this week. Honestly,
0: I, I don't know how you could have picked them this week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they lost half their team due to. Covid, I'm guessing. So yeah, so that
0: was only that was only one loss though. One of the one of the uh, six straight losses or seven straight now.
1: It's because I'm not wearing the jersey. I'm bringing out the jersey tonight. <laughs> We're going on the win streak starting tonight.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, but I mean, yeah, since, since you chose them, you got swept by the Tigers, swept by what the A's. They lost last night to, uh, to uh, the Mariners. Lost
1: to the Mariners. The I I just players. I just
0: happened to uh, before I went to bed. I happened to log on ESPN real quick and I saw that I saw it was a bomb in the ninth inning. And I saw it was a tie game. So I was like, let me me watch a little game capture real quick. And when I saw them get that uh, uh, ground rule double, I had to make sure to send a few little messages before I went to bed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hence why I'm tired today, because, God, (laughs) that game went so late. (laughs) So,
0: all right. That is our show this week, guys. Uh, Anything you want to throw out there, Daniel?
1: Uh, I am going to go hop off. I am going to go watch the very first inaugural Austin FC game, our first major league team here in Austin, Texas. Uh, I'm excited. They play LA over there in LA. Um, I'll be watching that.
0: Yeah, probably, I'm going to try to catch that as well. It depends of how my daughter is doing. Most of you probably have heard her most of the show, losing her mind downstairs. because I've heard her. Uh, I have <laughs> <It's> very <laughs> loud. Uh, the, those of you listening on uh, Spotify or whatever, you may be hearing her in the background. Um, I guess my wife decided not to take her to the park. And so she's uh, deciding she wants to be vocal about it. So, uh, But no, yeah, I'm going to try to watch a little bit of the, of the uh, Austin FC game. I think it's uh, it's great to have a professional team in our city. Um,
1: it's been a long time coming.
0: It's been a long time coming. Our, our issues, we're, where we're located. Yeah, because NBA. I mean, this is first country. Yeah, uh, you're not you're you're close enough. It's like a three hour drive to get to Houston, Dallas. Uh, NFL. I mean, we're too close to Dallas or Houston, so it's, it's hard for them to give us a team. Soccer really was the only one that made sense for a professional team.
1: A growing city like Austin, you better damn well have some kind of major league team, and yeah. they did it with the Austin FC. So.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I hope if, if it does well and if this game sell out, even if they're, if they struggle early on, I hope it shows that we'll support a professional team to where we may get a NFL team one day, or we may be able to get a relocated uh, baseball team or something here. So, um, yeah, I mean, the city decides this size that only getting their first professional team is, it, it's, it's, it's shocking whenever you, when you consider green Bay has a team and, and teams like J- cities like Jacksonville or Orlando have them, and we don't have something. So. Green Bay. <laughs> <Yeah>. Milwaukee. <laughs> I so. would like
1: to visit Green Bay, though. That'll be cool.
0: So, so go stand in the middle of a field, and you'll basically visit Green Bay. <laughs> yeah, so. look, for a, look for a field next to a stadium. There you go. That's Green Bay. <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, uh, we want to thank you guys for joining us. Um, uh, again, check us out on Twitch. I see Peter Mack, he, he got the memo. He's he's joining us live. Uh, it's a good way for you to interact with the show, ask any questions. If there's anything you want to hear of a sport or a thing we're not talking about, you're welcome to throw something out in the chat. Um, it's easy to do it when we're doing this live. Um, I'll work on the, uh, the audio tonight, um, at some point tonight, um, for those of you who listen to the show. We're, we kind of got a little bit of a split. It seems like uh, day one and two, everyone watches the Twitch stream, and days three, four, and five, they all listen to the audio. So, yeah. if you listen if you watch and listen to both thank you appreciate um, it please tell your friends uh please share with them uh, sh- uh if you want to interact with the show boxers pod on twitter you're welcome to send any messages through the Boxickers talk at sports twitch stream and again we'll we're working on getting a uh, a stream set up uh for youtube as well so with that being said i want to thank you guys for joining us again thank you peter mack for interacting with the show uh until next week thank you guys peace